Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Demastered. I'm Chelsea, and I'm here with Wade as always. And we're continuing here in this month of May, celebrating the Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. So our last episode, we talked about the book Farewell to Manzanar. And on this episode, we're going to be covering a movie. Now this 2018 film, which according to some articles I read, it became the highest grossing romantic comedy of the last 10 years when this movie was released. That's something. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's a big deal. And I mean, yeah, I think... This was, yes, a very well-received movie. I think plenty of people saw it, but we are going to talk about it in this episode. And this movie is Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy, not crazy, rich Asians. They're just so rich that they're crazy rich. Yeah, crazy rich. Crazy rich. And boy, do you get a taste of that in this movie. All the glamour, all the everything. Just like the opening shot. (laughs) (laughs) Just the opening portion. (laughs) Oh, you be racist to me? Okay, I'll buy your hotel. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I'll show you who's boss. And man, what a cast too. I mean, this movie was such a big deal at the time because just to have such a huge Asian-led film and just, I think the last big film that actually had like an Asian cast that like was seen by most Americans was probably the Joy Luck Club. But that movie came out in like, what, the early 90s or something? So finally to have a movie and this movie also according to Kihi Kwan was the movie that made him want to get back into acting and really got him into that yeah because he was like he's like finally this movie came out and he's like this is what I've been waiting for and then look where he is now Oscar Hmm. winner ready to take it all on Mm -hmm. oh that's cool that's a that's a good fun fact I didn't know that yeah but speaking of Kihi Kwan which reminds me of everything everywhere all at once who do we have in this movie um only the queen herself yes <laughs> and boy does she play quite a different queen oh than she gosh. is in... <laughs> yeah. you finally get like like not quite like villain michelle yo like uh like like mean girl michelle yo you know sort mm-hmm. of evil stepmother michelle yo i don't know something like that yeah no definitely vibes like that yes and I think it's kind of funny because I think it's like, I think she always wears her hair up really tight or something in this movie. So she looks very different than like, oh yeah. And her hair is really short too compared to like a bunch Mm -hmm. of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I I guess we can dive into the cast or we can talk about the story first. Oh, let's go. Let's go story first. Okay. So we have our main character is named Rachel Chu and she is an economics professor who has a boyfriend whose name is Nick Young. And they've been dating for what, like a year or so? Something like that. Not not too long. Yeah. And then he goes, I, I want to invite you to come with me to go to my best friend's wedding. And she's like, okay, cool and everything. And nice. then it's, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it'll be crazy. And then you find out through people taking pictures of them at like the restaurant they're eating and everything that like, oh, Nick Young is somebody that everybody else knows about, that he's been hiding this, that he is crazy rich. <laughs> His family <laughs> is. <laughs> like literally the, the landowners of Singapore, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like he's basically royalty without him like actually having like a crown. But yes, yeah, so everybody knows him and he's rich and he's been hiding this this whole time. And what comes with that is a lot of baggage, a lot of drama that Rachel gets put into because she was not living that life. And Nick was not living that life when they were together dating for the past year. <laughs> he was trying to, you know, be out of it and enjoy life on his own, stay away from the family money. Um, like she, she comments several times, like 
you've been this person this whole time, but like you're such a cheapskate. Like he's always yeah. pawning off her food and mm-hmm. you know, all these other little things. And he's just like, ah, it's just what I do. <laughs> it's just who I am. Yeah. <laughs> then you get introduced to, which it seems like their first night there when they finally leave and go on their trip, like they meet like Nick's best friend and his future wife. Like they hang out and enjoy like a bunch of street food, have a bunch of time. And then it turns into like serious business now rachel has to meet the family the family <laughs> the family well but you meet aquafina first you meet oh aquafina yes yes first. you can't forget yes. oh yes rachel's best friend from college who in herself is also like stupid rich yes <laughs> but not <laughs> but like like but new she's rich, new money rich old, yeah she's, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's nouveau yeah. rich not not old mm-hmm. rich which i f- i found that hilarious like like her family is also rich and they have this big mansion and everything but then when she makes it over to, like, the Young's mansion, she has just lost all, like, composure and etiquette and everything. And she's, I mean, she's just being mm-hmm. Aquafina. But, yeah. um. Oh, my gosh. She just, like, completely forgets she's how to, She's such like... a joy in this movie. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was weird seeing her with, like, short blonde hair. That caught me off guard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's a look, yes. <laughs> What did they what did they call her later on like the Asian Ellen or something like that? <laughs> yes, I died at that line. I was like I totally didn't remember this. I was like, "Oh my gosh." But I mean, Aquafina in general is such a quirky person and of course she always plays fun quirky characters. And then, you know, not only is like her character self, but of course she has a very unique family. <laughs> unique. <laughs> very special, quirky. but also yeah. <laughs> yeah, quirky, disturbing, but sweet at the same time, but also like mm, creeper alert. <laughs> Ken Jong is her father, if that tells anybody anything. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That, that's all. That's all you need to say. <laughs> Explains it all. <laughs> but yeah, before they go to the Young's Mansion, that's what also cracks me up. Just everything, like, about, yeah, Aquafina's character. But her car, when she's like, oh, I'm invited to the party, and pulls out her uh, inside the, her the car. Dress, like, she has, like, dresses in the back, her, her trunk. Mm-hmm. And what she has, she has, like, the cocktail dress the like day after or something i can't remember there's like she has like a walk of shame dress yes that's right yeah and there was another one i can't remember what it was um i think it was clubbing or something oh maybe? clubbing yeah clubbing yeah cocktail and then walk of shame yep. and then and then and then rachel's just like you have a you have a you have a cocktail dress in your trunk and she's like i'm not an animal rachel <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And then immediately, yeah, when she gets inside the mansion, just taking selfies everywhere and being like, oh, I get to use the fancy bathroom they're changing if I must. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, it's such like a complete opposite to like Rachel, our main character, who I think is definitely a lot more serious and everything. And like, this is not what she's used to. This is very glitzy, glamorous lifestyle that she's trying to put herself through and try to make it through, which I think it's like, you know, it plays it to the whole thing about like meeting the family in any type of like romantic comedy situation there's always like it's always a big deal which i mean in real life it is definitely a big deal too meeting the family members and wanting to impress them but then just also just having this whole idea of having no true context of how luxurious and the life they live and then because she's a lowly quote like commoner then you know they're going to look down on her and then that plays into. Well, yeah. So, and we get a lot of those kinds of tropes, um, just like in mm-hmm. American movies. Um, but then to, to take those that like, well, yeah, like we're rich and you're not, but they add a lot of, not a lot of, but they add a little bit of like almost racism in there too. 
um, because a lot of the a lot of the family they're like, well, you're Chinese, but you're Chinese American, um, and that's not that's not the same thing because you have no sense of um, like cultural expectation. You you don't know what it is to like work for other people to to build up those around you instead of focusing on your own happiness, um, which is a very Asian um, community mindset. So there's there's a lot of like that's especially like what uh, Michelle Yeoh's character deals with um, in finding out who her son's girlfriend is, you know, um, facing each other on these two opposite sides of the playing field, I guess. Yeah, no, it's just definitely like, yeah, like you said, really delves into like the different cultural perspectives and expectations because, yeah, like it's what like uh, Rachel's character, like she talks about too, like with her mom and stuff, like because you find out more about her family and stuff, but in general, like, her mom, like, came to America, worked really hard to, like, get where she was at, and she wanted her daughter to succeed as well, and, like, that, like, that American mindset is truly, like, you know, working hard, getting a good job and everything, like, that's, like, the dream and the happiness there, and then seeing, yeah, that's, and I think it's, it also plays into part about, for, I think there's many people who also, like, it's that challenge for Rachel's character being, like, not Asian enough or not American enough at the same time and stuck between two worlds and then just having it like thrown in her face like when she is visiting the youngs and everything about yes you are Mm -hmm. not yeah you're just American and through American ways you can't match with our society here that's that's as I mean as a as a regular old white guy that's that's not really anything that I'll ever that I'll ever truly understand being forced into the middle but then also outcast by both groups kind of thing I couldn't imagine yeah, but I, I think it's always, like, it's good to have, like, these stories, too, and stuff, like, for having a mainstream movie, like, delve into this and talk about these topics that we normally don't see, and I think it does a good job as well of, mm-hmm. you know, at least for, like, Rachel's character's point of view and everything, a standpoint on that, and which, honestly, like, I feel like this movie being, like, labeled as a romantic comedy, to me, it was a lot more, like, heavy family drama at the same time like it had funny moments but it was like it was more than just a like silly movie there was there's so many different layers to this movie and a lot going on and even like the ending like or the like the ending portion um Mm -hmm. when things are really just going a bunch of different directions you know like i sat (sighs) at the end of that movie and i was like crying i was like this is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen (laughs) oh my gosh it got me it got me so good no for real yeah there's so many subtleties and everything because i think so, because I watched this movie in theaters when it originally came out, and then I watched it again recently to, like, refresh my memory and stuff, and I think because I went into the movie originally as it being a romantic comedy, I was just like, oh gosh, this movie is not funny, and, like, this movie is depressing, it is a heavy <laughs> movie, I can't, I was like, oh no, but then just kind of, like, watching it again and going into more and being like, no, you can, like, it's just, it's a well-rounded movie in a sense, it covers all kinds of emotions you'll feel, and yeah, it definitely does hit those hard topics and everything and it was also really enjoyable to watch it again just picking up on certain things either like certain like cultural aspects or things that they specifically put in the movie because and it was also good like they didn't explain every little thing that was happening but they like talked about some like like the traditional things they did in the family like making the dumplings and stuff but then they would cover like they would do all like the really luxurious shots of all the different like uh like cuisine or different like sweets they were making and stuff Mm -hmm. so that was pretty Mm -hmm. cool I really wanted what it made me want to make dongo really bad <laughs> <laughs> yes i was like oh the, all this food looks delicious <laughs> but kind of going like okay so the cast i'm not sure like i feel like definitely a lot more of these actors have been in like some more things and everything but like 
Okay, I don't know if you're familiar with the lead actress who plays Rachel Constance Wu. I don't, I couldn't recall if I had seen her before. I had seen her before she was in this movie. She was the mother on Fresh Off the Boat. It was an ABC uh, sitcom basically about a Taiwanese-American family that moves from like DC to Florida because the dad wants to open up a steak restaurant. It's called like Cattleman's Ranch. Like he wants to really live the American dream. So he opens this like super Western like style, like Southern restaurant in Florida. It's like loosely based off of a... I think it's Eddie Wong. I think he's like a chef. It's like the show was initially like loosely based off his life, and then it just like it really skews from it because it yeah, goes on for quite a few seasons. Everything, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty fun, but yeah, it's it's quirky, and yeah, she is a very unique mother on that show. So <laughs> it's fun seeing people in different roles and surprising you. <laughs> Absolutely. And then Henry Golding plays Nick Young. I didn't know him from too many things. I know that after this, he makes that uh, romantic comedy. I think it's romantic comedy with um, the girl from Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark. Yes. Oh, Last Christmas. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> and then, well, I, another one who is like kind of like a side character, but who becomes a big part of the story with Rachel and everything is like Nick's kind of, kind of quote, like not really normal, but very sweet, caring, like almost friend like confidant which is astrid who's played by Gemma chan who she's been in a lot of things recently some people might know her, her from the eternals <laughs> <laughs> the second she showed up on screen i was just like and yes we're done <laughs> i yes. love her so much <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i loved her character too and just uh everything that she went through she has such a good story it's not it's not a complicated story and it's not very long mm-hmm. um it's just throughout the whole thing and i I, I felt like her situation was not, it wasn't very cut and dry. You know, like the story mm-hmm. that she goes through, like, not to spoil anything. It wasn't, you couldn't blame one person or another person. Um, I felt like it was just, it was just such a bad situation. I felt like on both sides of things. Um, although what, what her character says at the end of the movie really wrapped it up though like yeah like we both had our problems in this relationship but i dealt with mine and you didn't deal with yours mm-hmm. like you yeah. well you well you did but not in the best of ways <laughs> yeah um you like were immature about it basically yeah. and just like yeah, yeah you didn't want to like grow up and handle yourself you wanted to just blame other people yeah um i felt i felt that her character was such a good character i was so afraid so afraid that she was going to do a 180 and it turns out she's outwardly a very nice beautiful caring person but really she's like the shadiest person i'm so afraid that that was going to happen to her yeah uh, i'm glad it didn't it didn't <laughs> yeah it didn't it didn't she's an angel and she stays an angel it's fine yes <laughs> and she's thoughtful too yeah mm-hmm. she's not as basic as some of the other side characters we see or those who are just you know you always get the the frenemies or not frenemies the yeah mean girls for sure and she is not one in a rich society yeah yeah (laughs) there's always mean girls (laughs) be weirder weirder if you weren't (laughs) for real but oh so the director who directed this movie uh john chu Mm -hmm. so after he directed crazy rich asians the latest movie that's come out that he's done he did into the heights or in the heights i mean yeah in the heights gotcha yeah and he is currently working on Wicked. They're turning Wicked into oh, a film. Oh, I didn't know that the he two was parts. the one doing Wicked. Yes. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, 
that should be really interesting to see because also that cast and also Michelle Yeoh is also in that movie as well. Good. <laughs> yep. She should <laughs> More be more Michelle everything. Yeoh for everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. There you go. <laughs> the joke will never get old. There you go. <laughs> nope. Because it's true. It's not yeah. a joke. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, we could probably go through the whole cast, but there's there's plenty of other ones, like, well-known comedians who's, like, they try to play, like, semi-serious roles in this, and they're, like, over-the-top hilarious. Like, there's the one comedian who plays, like, the, I don't know if he's, like, the cousin with the family where you have to take the picture at the right angle, don't move, and we want to be on Vogue, but oh, right, he's wearing right. the wrong dress. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's, the casting of this movie is just, it's just wonderful. Every scene, like, mm-hmm. every time they introduce a new person, you're like, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> it's fun. And we've talked about, like, you go through all the emotions of this movie, but it's it's full of all kinds of fun. It, like, it's very bright and colorful most of the time. There's, like, so many... Okay, I want to talk about probably one of my <laughs> favorite things in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> because the whole thing is leading up to the wedding. Well, I was about to say, was the it the wedding? wedding scene. <laughs> the wedding oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, this is so ridiculous, but I love this, and I probably wanted, would have wanted this for my wedding. Like, how could you not? They are like, oh, they spent $40 million on the wedding. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, just pocket change there, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that whole scene is just so amazing, where, like, there's all like the grass around them and they're seated and then the f- they like they have the flowers yes yeah and then oh yeah they hold the f- yeah, yeah they hold the flowers up so like they can walk under the flowers but then like when when they flooded the um oh my gosh. the walkway like you know for the bride mm-hmm. to walk down and so like all the f- like the flowers I I freaking died, man. I freaking died. I was just like they I'm getting like, wait, wait, I'm getting married in November and I need this now. <laughs> it was so cool Uh uh-huh uh-huh and like and it's such a it's such a cliche but like they had the the one artist singing um oh my gosh the elvis song i can't help falling in love with you um they had her singing Mm -hmm. that and i'm just like in tears i'm just i've never had that moment before i'm just like this is my perfect wedding (laughs) yeah well i had it so (laughs) here we are (laughs) Somebody lend me $40 million so I can get this going. Yes. <laughs> or a garden hose, I guess. We can... I'll make it work. <laughs> Improvise. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my gosh, yeah, that was... It was so beautiful and so amazing. Yeah. Best part. <laughs> Best part of the over-the-top, like, just, like, the, about the crazy rich part. I mean, I think there's, like, you know, so many of the smaller scenes, some of the things you've even talked about with, like ashford's character like having that conversation and everything there's just so many like subtle moments and even like even between rachel and eleanor nick's mom and stuff like they have those moments like there's a scene later on i'm just gonna say it's about mahjong that scene's really great that scene is so cool oh my gosh there were Mm -hmm. and and there were so many like because it goes back to the very 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 first scene where she's teaching Mm -hmm. their students about the psychology of like poker and stuff like that economics there are so many things, like, if you understood what she was saying, mm-hmm. there's, like, ten things going on in that scene while they're sitting there talking and playing Mahjong. Like, I was like, oh, my God. So smartly done, yeah. The second she sat down and I was like, oh, they're going to be playing, like, while. 
like I was ready for 4D chess. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I was I was <laughs> mentally immediately prepared. Yeah, so good. And I mean, Crazy Rich Asians is the first in a book trilogy. So it's kind of like, when are the rest of them happening? Because I read something that originally they were going to film the second and third ones back to back in 2020, but then we all know that everything changed and the pandemic hit. So it's kind of been like, just like, put on hiatus i think one of the writers even left so and then because of everybody that's involved in this they're doing so many other projects right now that this is just even getting pushed back more so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> hopefully we'll see something because i don't know like we've been kind of talking about this movie that we enjoyed it i mean would we recommend that people watch this movie um if assuming that you haven't already yes absolutely yes yes we're real it's currently available to stream on HBO Max, so get it while it's still there. Well, I think that's kind of our wrap-up, our discussion on Crazy Rich Asians. Um, let us know if you have seen this movie and what you thought about it, because I hope that many people have already seen this movie, but if not, yes, like we said, you can catch it on streaming on HBO Max or rent it wherever else. But for now, that will do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to follow along on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PodDemastered. Also subscribe to our, like, our podcast so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes because our next episode will round out our month of May and we will be covering a video game. So we're excited to talk about that one and we hope you tune into that episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.